welcome to The Burn-Up, where I discuss all things Agile with colleagues, clients, and industry leaders. We will be giving you an honest take on tools and techniques, we'll share our experiences, debunk myths, and hopefully provide valuable inspiration. I'm Marcel Bridge, digital consultant, product owner, and business analyst. I've worked in digital before this even had a name, and since have been quite a bit around the blog. I've seen the good and the bad, and this is my way of giving back to the industry. So sit back, relax, and settle in for this week's episode. Welcome to the burn-up. Apologies for the love-struck frogs and crickets in the background. I'm recording this from the Atlas Mountains in Morocco. In this five-minute piece, Dr. Michael Frick, author of Chinese Industry 4.0, Designing High-Tech Solutions Under the Cybersecurity Regime of the People's Republic of China, and I talk about China's difficult relationship with GitHub. On one hand, the intrinsic nature of open-source code shared via GitHub, let alone the fact that GitHub allows all sorts of other information to be shared, can easily undermine the online content management policies, read, censorship, which are part of China's cybersecurity regime. While on the other hand, access to standard libraries and the ability to collaborate on software projects is a key enabler, a necessity for most software development. Talk to me about GitHub, because I was surprised you mentioned it. I mean, GitHub, for those who don't know, is a content repository that's cloud-hosted and it's a version control system. I mean, most of the software engineering teams I've worked with use GitHub. It's either something that you can use internally in the company or you can use it. A lot of uh, open source code development is being the code is shared and accessed by engineers through that. Also, because it's just a content repository, you can share any type of content on it because it accepts any files. I mean, it's not a file sharing network and that's not the idea, but you could. So talk to me about why is GitHub a thing in your discussion? Well, first of all, GitHub is very popular in uh, China. I think in 2018, when Microsoft uh, took over GitHub, I think they paid like $7.5 billion for it. And back then, there were 31 million developers working on, on GitHub. And the second most relevant population on there are the Chinese. So it's very important for companies like Alibaba or Tenshin, the big Chinese tech behemoths. They really rely on GitHub to develop their uh, their programs. Yes. But there are two reasons why GitHub is a thorn in the flesh of the Communist Party, so <laughs> to speak. Uh, first of all, uh, one reason is, um, well, as you just said, you can freely share whatever you want on, on GitHub. You get, uh, what I've read, you can make open takedown requests uh, and transparent takedown requests and when there's copyright infringements and so on. But of course, that kind of collaboration with US judiciaries is not enough for Chinese um, agencies. So, so there have been some attacks on, on GitHub uh, and uh, even the, the access to GitHub was closed down, I think, in 2014. And that has uh, created great uproar within the Chinese uh, developer community. For example, Li Kaifu is really famous AI pioneer in China, and uh, uh, he was also the head of uh, uh, Google's China operations, and he led a protest against, you know, denying uh, Chinese uh, developers access to, to GitHub, um, because in the end, uh, that platform educates Chinese yeah. developers, it allows, uh, it's an environment of great creativity, and these kind of platforms, they do not exist in China. I mean, you know, they are not, well, they exist, but they are not popular. Mm -hmm. So, so closing down 
GitHub comes at very high economic costs for, for China and political costs. You know, political costs because it draws attention on the sensitive uh, subject and the, the government is publicly scolded for their action, which is, I mean, that's, that's a big thing in China. Yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, the economic costs are that the developers can't access their work. I mean, that's, of course, something that uh, you have to pay a price for. Yeah? And the second thing why this is a... As I just said, difficult for um, Chinese power holders is that there is a lot of developers there that are actually developing programs that can be used to to uh, evade uh, Chinese uh, censorship. You know, you have, for example, GreatFire.org. That's an institution that allows netizens. I mean, the Chinese talk of their internet users as netizens mm -hmm. um, that allows netizens access to unapproved content, ah. and uh, so. There are two main reasons. Uh, one, that the platform allows free information exchange. And on the other hand, a lot of things that are developed there are not in line with uh, government policies. Mm, interesting. Okay. I hadn't had appreciated that. But GitHub is available. So the, the economic and political costs were too high for China to actually um, close that platform down. And there have been some attacks, it's really interesting, where I think the biggest DNS amplification attack in history, I think, was uh, on GitHub. Or when you read what people write about that, uh, that are more experts in that field, they say that a lot of evidence points to China as the origin of these attacks. So there's been a constant conflict evolving around uh, GitHub and the censorship evasion it offers and the free communication that it allows. It just occurred to me, I didn't say this, obviously the power of GitHub is not that only you as a company can use it as a repository. Problem is you want to have access to other developers' work, building libraries and, and, and dependencies that you might want to use for your software engineering. If you closed it, you would basically have to develop every single piece of software in China yourself. And that's just impossible to do, right? And we'll leave it here. If you haven't already listened to our other episodes about the Chinese cybersecurity regime, I hope that this snippet has gotten you interested in finding out more. Especially our episode around online content management, again, read, censorship, is a great follow-on, and despite its dry title, very entertaining. Have a look at our other episodes in the podcast player of your choice, or on our website, www.theburnup.com. Link is always in the show notes. That's it for today's episode. For further details, have a look at the show notes in your podcast player or on theburnup.com. Lean and Agile are interesting to you. You may also want to pop by my blog at thedigitalbusinessanalyst.com. I'm very interested in your feedback and ideas and happy to discuss interesting opportunities from consulting to coaching to getting involved in actual projects. For inquiries, please visit theburnup.com. This podcast is produced by Burnup Media Limited under a Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, Non-Derivatives 4.0 license. Which means you can share it as long as you give credit, but you cannot change it or make money of it. Until next time, thanks again for listening and have a wonderful day. Mm -hmm.